Welcome to the Move With Us podcast, where we talk all things health, fitness, relationships and life. 2023. Welcome back to the Move With Us podcast. I can't believe we're here. I can, but I can't. It is a new year and I'm liking the feel of 2023 so far. You're liking the era, Mm. as people would say, 2023 era. (laughs) Strong girl era. (laughs) Um, So I thought we could quickly just brief everyone on what we got up to over the Christmas break. Yes. So each year our family sort of does like we alternate one Christmas is together, one Christmas is with With like like the partner's families. So this Christmas was separate which means we weren't together. Uh, So I went to Adelaide and I was lucky enough to get mum and dad to Adelaide too. The duo. The duo. They're they're a fab duo. Everyone wants them around. Um, Now that Alina's born, when they come to the Gold Coast, they never stay with me. Like they stay with Emma. (laughs) I used to be the one everyone stayed with and now it's you. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, they can't like even this morning, just quickly, Mm. I see them on Alina's camera. They've gone in. Like she's not even crying yet. And because they're awake, they're up so early. (laughs) They've gone in and they're like both at her crib talking to her and like got around. They're like, we couldn't help him. Oh my (laughs) God. You guys are so Yeah. I said this to Toby the other day about them not staying with me. He's like, does it upset? you I'm like not really but yeah (laughs) kind of um but anyway so yeah and Emma went to Sydney yeah so I went to what a a beach town called Kayama just south of Sydney where Adam's or his parents have moved to so that was actually really nice I've never been there before but it's very beachy not as busy as Gold Coast but that kind of vibe yeah um and it was nice and hot because sydney to me is always adelaide cold. actually had amazing weather too but like one day it was like 40 degrees so it was nearly wow. too that hot, hot. No, yeah. that's almost yeah that's that's scorching it, it was really really <laughs> hot so yeah it was really really nice we did lots of little things around adelaide mum's obsessed with adelaide because it has like these markets. amazing markets, markets. um but lo- ate lots of food no and what? little alina got sick she got sick, yeah. yeah she which, did get really sick, which was a bit sad. But she was only like really sick for probably two days. She had, had her first tear. No, she did, and it was so sad because then obviously I cried because yeah. she's crying. Um, but yeah, then we all the whole crew met up in New Zealand. We all went over. Well, Liam minus and Liam and Zoe, yeah. yeah. They went <laughs> we to Montreal like, in the Caribbean, so I feel like they weren't too upset about yeah, it. No, they were living their best life. Um, but we went to New Zealand, NZ. We did. The whole, whole crew. crew turned up, and it, yeah, it was so first time traveling. Well, like that whole. Th- thing of going to Kayama and then New Zealand was the first time traveling on a plane with Alina yeah. which was actually pretty good what I've been told and kind of what I've gathered is yeah. while she still can't really do much like mm. she's not crawling or anything yeah. like that she's pretty easy yeah she's just like chill but I think what, what people have said when they're crawling and they want to like move mm. that's mm. when it gets a bit hectic you know, everyone talks about like how's Emma, the new Emma, the new life. But like, can we just take a moment to talk about the new Jalan Dylan? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Guys, like honestly. She is the whole mood. She is the energy we want for 2023. Like <laughs> she is. I, you guys don't understand. Like, okay, having a grandchild to her is, <laughs> it's been her one wish in life for the past like 10 years. Um, and even dad, like he just watches her so cutely. He's like, oh, he's, so he's like, this is exactly how she was with you kids. She's he's such like, a great mother. She is. She is a new woman. Yeah, <laughs> but she is. Like, guys, she holds Alina. And, like, people will be walking past and she's like massively smiling, like showing her off. <laughs> and then like, Alina will need something like to get changed. Like, and we'll be like, I'll come with you. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> and like, she is just honestly, it is the it thought is, process. Yeah, the, like hands on deck. Yeah, the, she is. 
she's incredible. She is and absolutely like, like she's oh. up she's prepping things she's got the outfit ready she's she goes for a walk oh yeah extra Emma dressed early. her you dressed her yeah she's up at 5 30 walking yeah, so that she's home for like Alina when Alina's like away you must have dressed her in something anyway mum's like, I, I didn't know she was wearing that one today and I was like <laughs> you are just honestly like bless her soul um Alina has no idea how lucky no, she is no she is like the vibe from that woman like the love vibe but Alina also would be feeling. she would do anything like oh Alina God. could be crying all day and she would just be so happy to be there she's she's just unbelievable yeah. like Shout very very lucky oh. because and even dad like yeah. dad thought he was going to have to come to the podcast studio with me today with Alina oh my god and he please comes I, and he's like, I wish you would have done that I said I was like he comes up to me and he's like all right I'm ready so 10 30 we're off to the podcast stop <laughs> So he was planning because at the time Adam had a meeting. He was planning to come with me with oh, Alina. Oh my god! And I even said to him, I was like, "Are you sure you don't want to just come anyway?" Like, we'll, yeah, you know. And he's like, "I think he gets a bit shy." Yeah, he would have oh, loved no, it. It's okay. I'm he like, loved you can listen to Rachel and I talk. Yeah. for forty minutes. He has no <laughs> idea how much we talk about him, and he has no idea. Well, he does. So funny because I like often post funny things of him, um, and his employees. Like, <laughs> my dad's a lawyer. His employees were like, "Ah, we saw you asleep on Rachel's story." He's like, Stop you need posting. To get him on Instagram. Oh my god! Like even do you know what he said to me the other night? He's like, like really sincerely. He's like, he's like, Em, you need what? What I would love to see is an an array of photos of Alina, but with some music behind it. Stop! (laughs) Oh my dad! I do this all the time. I'm like, you need to get Instagram. Instagram. So I showed him all like the reels that I've done. He watched them like multiple times. Like, can we just watch that one one more time? He's like, but like, what a thought process. Oh, honestly, this new era for them, like grandparenting is just, it melts my heart. It makes me love them so much more, but it also makes me like, I, I, I get anxiety around the fact that I'm oh, like, I just never want to lose yeah. them. We like, talked about this the other night. Because it means they're getting older, right? Like they're grandparents now. Anyway, let's not we go there. Talk. We'll get emotional. <laughs> We can't go down that rabbit hole. Not with my hormones. Yeah, no. So anyway, yeah, it was a really awesome trip in New Zealand. Toby also bought Anna. So we had Anna and Alina and they were so cute together. They're so funny. Anna is so like nurturing like she's she loved yeah, Alina yeah like, it was Rachel so cute. actually bought them matching outfits oh. and she brings it over and she's like can Alina wear this yeah, today yeah she was, was like, so cute and then Alina wore green so Anna wanted to wear yeah, it like it's yeah. so cute bless them so nice to see yeah so we had a great time and then we pretty much came back and just got into yeah, it got straight into things which Honestly, guys, life is just, it's it so, so fast. No, but it's all, there's just always something. Yeah. So pretty much I arrived back on Monday. Oh my God, yeah. Okay. And usually for anyone who knows Penelope, she's a very high, like very energetic energy, dog, yeah. especially like if it's someone that she knows and loves, like she will sprint over to you. It's like she's never, she hasn't seen you for like a lifetime. Yeah, like she's jumped, like yeah. she's not supposed to jump, but she does yeah. try to jump. Yeah, she rolls, she's yeah. happy, her tail's wagging. And if it's someone she doesn't like, obviously she'll bark at you, right? Yeah. There's one or the other. She's sassy. Yeah, she's sassy. So then I rock up on Monday and Toby runs over, gets her out of the basket. And I was like, oh my God, like let me film her like running over. And she kind of like waddles over a bit and like kind of just like comes up to me and then like gives me nothing Mm. and then turns around and kind of is just like so down and I was like oh my god I'm like is she upset with me like although Penelope loves me she's very in love with a lot of people like she loves Sophia she loves you she loves mom Mom. um loves Toby so she's very okay with being with other people like I travel all the time she's absolutely fine with it she's always excited anyway I kind of was like beating myself up I'm like oh obviously it was too long being away from her this and that 
Anyway, so I left it and then I did think straight away. I was like, oh, I went and gave her water. I was like, it's really hot. Like potentially she's a bit dehydrated and she's not the best when it comes to drinking water. Anyway, so then the next day I she woke up and you know what she's like with her food. Like mm-hmm. she kind of like wasn't that excited, ate it, but wasn't that excited. Then she literally went and just sat by the window for like hours. Well, even I saw her yeah. on Tuesday and normally when she sees me, she'll like try to get to me and she'll yeah. like say, hello, Brian was there. She normally ups yeah. Brian about something but she literally just said, was laying in her cage yeah. and like I was like oh that's a bit weird like and mum said the same thing sad. yeah anyway yeah. and then even like Izzy from the office who does a lot of filming with me loves her same thing she's like oh she gave me nothing like that's so so unlike her and I was like you know what this is too strange I was like I was gonna leave it a couple of days and see but I was like nah I'm just gonna take her straight to the vets so she went to the vets and because it wasn't like her normal vet it wasn't like a specialist obviously they don't really know Penelope's full journey with her IVDD and she doesn't walk perfectly but that's kind of just life for her now anyway so she obviously was like oh these aren't great signs she looks like she's in pain and I'm not sure about her legs so like just take her straight to emergency which is stress like so stressful those words are so like the the trauma around that like PTSD oh because she doesn't have full context around it I was just like oh Everything was just hitting me. I was like, she actually can't go through this again. Like, yeah. it was so traumatic for her and traumatic for me. Anyway, so we rushed to the vet and we had the same guy, John, who yeah. you had we as well. Ha- for we Brian. all know John because yeah, he's we've like, seen John multiple times. So John's seen Emma and Brian for two surgeries, yeah. Penelope for one. Anyway, he got her and he definitely, he thought she felt quite like tacky. He was like, she's. He did like think, climbing? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and just like her skin was really oh, like l- loose, okay. which is dehydrated. Oh. Um, anyway, and he felt around, did a couple of things, and he's like, I definitely don't think it's the spine. And me and mum were just like, Oh my god, anyway. So they kept her in there overnight, she's just being picked up now. Um, they did bloods, all good, they're sending off like wee samples, this and that. He thinks what I thought, he's like, I do think she's dehydrated, um, and so. If your dog around summertime isn't drinking enough water, you actually have to constantly encourage them to either drink it, mm. syringe it into their mouth, or he gave me a good tip and he's like, pour water over their dry food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do yeah, that, I've start doing that. that. Um, but I genuinely think, you know, once you get to that point of dehydration, it doesn't yeah. matter how much yeah. water you have, you're de- like, yeah. you're dehydrated. You're not, you're not even absorbing yeah. the amount of water that you need. Yeah. Little tip I put water in with Brian at night. Yeah, and he yeah. honestly, he honest to God drinks. Like I would yeah, say almost 500 mils of water a night. Wow. Not as much during the day, but yeah. I hear him all night drinking. See, Penelope is the worst. She's yeah. not a drinker. Anyway, I hope that's what it is because it's, there's definitely something. Yeah. But I'm like... Have hope, they said her spirits are Well, they said, up. yeah. They're like, oh, she's more energetic this morning because they put her on fluids yeah. and stuff. But I'll, I'll be able to tell when I get yeah. home and in the next couple of days, you know, they're like, if anything happens, just bring her straight mm-hmm. back in. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully it's just that. But honestly, like you, she, she was a shell of a dog. It's it's like, like they crazy. they make me worry more than really even Alina does. Like yeah. they cause me more grief. Well, they, yeah, it's just so. Because Brian was recently sick too. Like it's just yeah endless i had to put him on this special food it's literally like food it's human food like humans oh, can yeah. literally eat it because it's that sensitive to like oh, he's, he's he's <laughs> Bless him, anyway <laughs> anyway so that's a little bit of an update life is always hectic we're actually heading down to melbourne yeah in this weekend slash monday for the australian open <laughs> i was like what do you even wear to the tennis like i'm unsure i think i'm gonna wear like a pantsuit. Yeah, cute. Very like cute. Long, like black, just simple. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Because it's like, 
isn't it semi-dressy? I think yeah. people get quite dressy. They do. Well, you guys will see, so stay tuned for our outfits there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wear, like, the big tennis, like... <laughs> I totally would. Um, But yeah, so anyway, coming into 2023, obviously we had our trip away, but what I really loved is the office closed for the first time ever Mm. um, in like ever, Ever. (laughs) which was really (laughs) strange, but great. Absolutely loved it. I think it gave everyone just in the office even like everyone came back looking so fresh and like, yeah, I think it's, I'm so glad we are implementing that. And anyway, so what I loved is there was about six days in between all of the travel that was just at home mm. no like nothing on just lazing around like which really gave me a, like time to read and yeah. recharge and start getting clear on my goals for 2023 yeah. um so I thought we would chat a little bit about goal setting because it's a very very popular topic and something I'm super passionate about mm. um whether it's business relationships you know um Your health and fitness it's all aspects of life I think if you can be setting goals and understanding where you want to go you're going to have a much better chance of getting there so I thought I'd briefly go over just like my structure I did post on Instagram and a lot of you have been loving that so what I tried to do is for the first time this year, I, I guess I always, I do usually categorize my goals, but I got quite specific this year yeah. and I did mind, health, um, career, family, family or relationships yeah. and then personal. Yeah. Um, and pretty much what I did is I went through each of those categories and jotted down what I wanted to achieve this year or what yeah. I wanted to focus on. Um, I then found that, you know, Often a lot of my goals are reoccurring goals. So they're yeah. things that I kind of... Like every know, day. Yeah. yeah. I was only saying this on a podcast the other day. I no longer have to put drink three litres of water on yeah. my goal list because yeah. it's a habit now. It's something that I used to would have had to tick off each day, but now it's just natural can, to yeah. me. It's part of my lifestyle. And that's the best thing about, you know, habits and why we create them is they eventually become something we do without even realising it. Um, so... Then I kind of created a habit checklist and I chose to put my biggest priorities or I guess the things that I find most difficult to do. So usually they're new goals or things that I don't necessarily want to do, but I know that they're going to they benefit make me. They a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I want to do them. So to get really specific, mine were quite simple. I think I got, I've got reading three times a week for 15 minutes, meditating twice a week for 10 minutes. I've got journaling at the end of each week for uh, 15 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've got 7,000 steps each day on average. So yeah. some days I do more, some less, yeah. but I want to kind of average that this year. Last year I averaged six. Okay, so um, you're taking it up a notch. I'm taking it up a notch. And then, yeah, I think they were my main top goals. Oh, yoga once once a month. I'm well, going really good. realistic. Are you planning on doing, because you did mention to me you want to try hot yoga? Yes, or you, hot yeah, yoga. Okay. And what I've sort of done is I've got the checklist and I've done what I think I can achieve in a month. So January. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of January, I'm going to see like, maybe I can do four reading sessions. Maybe I can meditate for longer. Or if you're not hitting them. Or too much. Yeah. yeah. Refine it. So I'm going to then be able to refine and move on to the next month. If something becomes habitual, then I'll take it out and and put something else up there. But I think sometimes we overwhelm ourselves with trying to do too many things. I like there that you've said like, you're kind of not adding more to your plate if you're already struggling with the goals that you're meeting. But also if you have created a habit and you're like, yep, I can do this easily. You're like, okay, I'll add something else. Yeah. Like it'll stay on my goal list, but I know I don't need a habit Habit. to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, Whereas I'm not going to lie. If I didn't have like meditate 
in each like week, I probably would not yeah. do it. And reading, like they're not natural to me yet. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that they will become natural to me. I love that. Yes. I feel like you're going to do this because once something's oh, yeah. written for you, like oh. once you've got that. I'm a list like, girl. Yeah. If it's on the list, it's, little, getting it's, getting, it's getting done. But if done. it's not, <laughs> it doesn't. It will not be getting done. But I just felt like, I don't know, you know, I was just saying this again on another podcast, but sometimes goal setting, especially coming into the new year, gets a bit of a bad rap. It's like you're setting yourself yeah. up for failure. I personally think it's such a great time to sort of step back, reset, get some clarity and understand what you're looking to achieve. I think if you're reasonable mm. with yourself, like mm. I, I think, yeah, there's definitely ways to go over and above and it just be too complicated and too impossible but I think if you're reasonable mm. with yourself it can be a really healthy kind of way to create new habits mm. that you've always wanted to create isn't it funny too um because I've been setting goals I think since 2016 and just to be able to go back on them and, and review them and review them yeah. but also like watching you evolve as a person is so yeah. interesting because like the goals that you had versus now yeah. it's like I definitely feel like I'm going through this transitional period in my life yeah. which is so you, you have said that for like yeah a little bit. I, it's been I happening like for like a year and I feel like I so I work with a coach that's also one of my things I do I work with her every three weeks we have a call she like helps me with my professional and personal development and it was weird because you know I kind of said to her I was like oh while I, while I was setting these goals sometimes there's this like feeling of anxiety that comes over me that kind of tells me that I feel like sometimes I set I set such a high standard for myself yeah. before even attempting certain things I'm like I'm gonna fail at that like I, I, I can't do it I have that kind yeah. of and it's really strange so that's definitely something I'm working through which journaling it really helps with it's like why why are you what are you fearful of yeah. and it kind of it's confronting but I feel like it's actually very like helpful well often like depending on the type of person you are talking about something writing about something yeah. or like just noting something down in some way so that mm. you can express how you're feeling mm. about anxiety or whatever mm. I found it does help relieve some of it just to because it's processing mm. like it's a way of processing what you feel and kind of addressing it I think sometimes as well you don't need to know it all like oh, no. have no. an idea of where you want to go and then work backwards from that and understand that that goal might be really big and ambitious, but what can you be doing now to take little steps to get closer to it? Because yeah. when you first start your fitness journey, you're like, oh, there is no way I will ever squat 80 kilos yeah. or there yeah. is no way I would ever be able to step on stage and compete. It, anything in life can be overwhelming mm. if you take too big of a bite yeah. too quickly. Like that is just everything. Agree. And something I have learned probably from fitness is that you like if you take small steps you're going to get there but it's just not going to feel as overwhelming as what it would if you try to take these gigantic steps where it's physically just not even possible yeah yeah you kind of and that's where I think when setting goals people can set themselves up for failure is if you're not realistic with taking those small bites yeah. because then yeah. it get, it does get overwhelming and you're like you can't kind of are constantly failing because you haven't set yourself up for success and then it kind of becomes self-sabotage and can be a little bit like yeah it's well even like toxic you listing out your goals mm. I'm sure as you were doing those a lot of people were like expecting you to be like my goal for this entire year yeah, is this to massive reach. thing but it's like actually no like the goals themselves are simple mm. it's not that they're easy but they're simplistic in what you've got to do. It's not an overwhelming. Yeah. Often the outcome or the goal is actually the least important part of the whole process. Yeah. The most important part 
is the steps in between yeah, like of how you're going to get there, the journey. which are your habits, right? Yeah. So it's like if you're someone who feels they have set goals in the past and potentially failed, yeah. instead of thinking that you're not capable worthy or capable, yeah. look at how you're setting them. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I've gone through. So even I have these doubts and even yeah. I have this like fear of, oh, there's just no way I'll, I'll achieve it. But when you put it on paper and, you know, it doesn't seem so overwhelming, it kind of gives you this this sense of self-belief and kind of helps you push forward. Yeah. Um, so it's been a great great process for me I've enjoyed setting goals this year loved it but I want to hear your goals because you haven't shared with me and obviously you're in a new whole new area yourself yeah it's what do goals look like for you goal okay just first and foremost this whole new thing is such a learning curve like I used to be such an organized planned like I knew everything about myself and my life and what I had to do and now I'm just I have been thrown for a bit of a six like I this is very, I can't, like, it's just so new and it's um, definitely interesting. I have my days, like I'm sure everyone does. But the last three months of last year, so Alina was born at the beginning of October, were just quite messy and mm. not messy in a bad way, but just zero structure. Yeah. So like, and probably what I was really guilty of is trying and I can laugh at myself now is trying to implement my old routine Mm. into my new life Mm. like and people are like don't let the baby rule your routine make your routine rule the baby and there's all these (laughs) things that it's like no like you have to adjust your lifestyle and and until you're in it it's hard to even completely get but I was just for the first like four weeks of her life I was trying to do what I used to do and then I would get quite disheveled and overwhelmed when nothing would go to plan and I just obviously it takes for her to get a little bit older and I think I get a lot of messages from people or mums who have babies who are like four or five weeks asking like how I'm getting to the gym. Mm. I think it is very dependent on the stage your baby is at, like mm. how old they are. And the support you have. And the support you have, 100%. But like what I found is it took like three months mm. for me to even get my head around a type of routine yeah. that I could potentially implement. Mm. And I know that sounds really vague, but even now I still – wake up and there's days where nothing goes to plan and it just is what it is but my kind of goal going into this year is I was like I just want to create a little bit more flexible structure Mm. with my days so in saying all that though you literally had Alina she's only three months old you launched a business you came back to work I think after eight weeks the team's like when's Emma back (laughs) um so you have to also remember most people do take a good amount yeah. of time to just focus on that. Yeah. Um, and I think that considering that I you've done all of that. I, 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 I have a tendency yeah. to bite off more than I can chew, yeah. but it's like a weird thing in my head where I try to do it anyway. You like, like, like the challenge. Yeah, like yeah. I was writing a program at three weeks postpartum yeah. and yeah. Tempani's like, are you, do you, are you all right to do it? I'm like, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> like I definitely yeah. made myself probably busier than what I had to be, but yeah. that's just who I am. Um. But 
Thank you for that compliment. Yeah, that's very nice. No, you're, everyone keeps messaging me about how, like in my q and like, how's Emma handling? I'm like, you are honestly killing it. Like, It's wild though. There's a lot of what Mum uh, has helped a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Still, don't downplay <laughs> it. You are doing such a great job and you're an incredible mum. Like seeing this new you is awesome. Um, but I guess, yeah, like what, how do your days sort of work now and how are you, taking steps to get back into fitness and I don't even think we covered your goals so much to cover yeah (laughs) so my goal like my goal is literally just creating some structure in my life while still like hitting my kind of targets like hitting my business targets and hitting my work targets and things that I want to be fulfilling as a businesswoman as well as a mother yeah and that has been the hardest balance is like I really want to be a mother yeah and I want to be a like very hands-on with Alina but I also want to do all this other stuff so that's like I'm slowly learning and I'm sure as she changes this is all going to change but whatever we're getting there okay we're getting there um so my day at the moment basically starts off so Alina wakes up at about five and she immediately wants to be fed so for that like next hour she eats Mm -hmm. so we kind of that's when I wake up and then what I've learned is that post feed she's very tolerant she's very patient and she's very happy in that morning Mm -hmm. so that's when I'm like okay I this is when I need to train or exit or walk so because back in the day it's like will I train morning or night it's like you will train between (laughs) seven and (laughs) it is like there's no choice anymore it's like I've got to be out the door by 6 30 if I'm walking it's really hot on the Gold Coast at the moment so I can't walk too late with her so we are out by 6 30 yeah um and if I'm training I'll give her to Adam or mum but yeah. I'm like I know for a fact she's full yeah and she's happy, happy. Yeah. so she won't need me within like the next hour yeah. and it's just like go like I'm yeah. out the door I have my stuff ready the night before I am that person oh I'm- well we trained together even in New Zealand and Emma literally had probably we probably got because we had to drive there it was a bit like of a fluff yeah. around but we driving's a killer uh, <laughs> to count honestly. you don't account for it so we probably got in like 40 minute session um, which you got a fair bit done but yeah there is that you just have to make the most of that time and it's like when it's up it's up it's up and I think that's something that mentally I had to really prepare myself for like there's just no it is what it is yeah and everyone always asks me like how are you going that is literally my slogan it just it is what it is if I have to leave early I've got to leave early now in saying that I choose to exclusively breastfeed yeah so if I wanted to give Alina a bottle of breast milk or formula I could make my life easier yeah but that's just something that I've chosen so you only have that six month or whatever however long it is period so it's like yeah I I just think their own it's just an era that I want to be in yeah so I think I've I'm weighing up like what I want to take from her six months yeah. of this life and it's already three months up like it goes so quickly Crazy. versus all of this other stuff that I want yeah. to do like get my health and fitness back on track yeah. but in saying that this year I have started to really prioritize my health and fitness yeah. which is why I've given myself that hour in the morning mm-hmm. before coffee like I haven't yeah. even had coffee yet yeah, that's great so you have um but throughout your whole pregnancy you've really prioritized nutrition pregnancy yeah. was really for me really easy to prioritize my nutrition and my fitness yeah because sorry I, when Alina was first born you've oh you've really prioritized sorry, your- I really prioritized nutrition so that was something that I took really seriously postpartum um mom and I did a lot of research into like even what type of foods yeah. would help um because I really wanted to give my body an optimum 
kind of environment to heal yeah. and recover in. And I do feel like that helped a lot. Yeah. Like nutrition and fluid, like water, yeah. I could not recommend that more because obviously you're not training. Mm. And even at six weeks or whenever you get clearance, mm. you're still not training. Like I'm, you've got a baby. I am massive on hydration at the moment. Yeah. Toby and I really, really into even like Hydrolyte or like Train Aid. It's, it's oh, like, yeah. yeah. Have you heard of those? I've, I've heard of Hydrolyte, but yeah, I haven't look into Train Aid. So it's just like yeah. pretty much similar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just helps heaps with hydration, has all skin. your electrolytes. Yeah, etc. Even like my skin's yeah. gotten better since I've had yeah. to drink more for breastfeeding. Yeah. yeah. Like my, my skin is crazy like it's makes water is difference. the most underrated tool guys hydration <laughs> is everything but Penelope Pen- <laughs> are you listening to this podcast <laughs> it's so true doll you need to get on the water the hydrolytes she's dog hydrolytes yeah I did ask I was like is there anything you like you can yeah. give them and he's like no not really mm. so that's why you said the water and the food yeah. thing um but anyway so annoying but yeah so then from as soon as I get home generally it's like back into mum mode for a couple of hours so she'll by then she's due for like another feed she'll we'll give her I'll give her a bath she'll have um a little bit of a sleep and then it's like work yeah so work isn't just like going to work but it's like getting ready for work trying to like balance all of that and time yeah her like patience out um and then I normally try to work for like a few hours at the start of the day yep. in the morning and then the middle of my day is generally her yep. and then I put she goes to sleep at six yeah and then I'll often do more work after she's in bed yeah. just because I can focus yeah you don't have to worry what I was struggling yeah. with is like with her my attention's in two different yeah. spots and I wasn't doing anything properly yeah. and I have a bit of a thing like, kind of like I don't, scattered yeah I don't want to be on my phone when yeah. I'm trying to give her attention yeah. and I don't want to be trying to work yeah. while I'm giving like it just doesn't work as well it's finding that your balance right yeah and Adam and I tag team so yeah. I'm lucky that he works from home yeah. so he'll take her when I need to do stuff but it's it's very hectic mm. like it's all over the place yeah but it works so so many girls have been asking like are you going to bring out some sort of program that kind of aligns with where you currently are at in your journey and I know you've been working on something, I'm, so I thought we could. Very, it's been a very interesting journey because postpartum mm. was a massive learning curve for me. I've never, I forgot what it felt like to be a beginner. Oh, yeah. And often I would like, I've, I've trained girls who are beginners. I've coached girls online who are beginners, but being a beginner, mm. like actually being that in that Feeling, vulnerable situation yeah. yourself. Not being able to go and squat. No. You know, what were you squatting at one stage? Like Oh, I uh, like 120. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. It was all gone. <laughs> and it's even in my pregnancy, I yeah. didn't feel like a beginner. Like yeah. I was like, I had yeah. to regress, but I was very capable of yeah. still hitting sessions. Yeah. Whereas post baby, I was very much mm, back to the start. Mm. And I think it was a it was a really interesting mental challenge for me because physically I was just like I just need to give myself yeah. time like you, your body is what it is what it is but mentally I was like okay if I'm going through this I'm sure there's heaps of other women who mm. are going through this and I want to create something for myself that allows me to transition through postpartum back into a situation where no I might not be back to my best self Mm. but back to a self where I can start you know doing normal work not normal workouts but workouts that are challenging and that I feel like a bit back to that like 
you know, normal lifestyle, mm. I guess you could call it. So it kind of triggered um, an idea in my head to create a program that basically helps women through that postpartum phase like, like getting back on track yeah sort of like thing. just yeah just restarting but even that can that can go all the way to yeah like ha- like someone who's just had a baby or that could even be someone who's been injured for a long well, that's what time. I was gonna say like yeah. it's kind of because it started as the postpartum thing right yeah. and then I'm like well hang on like this isn't the only time someone would need to restart, restart with their yeah. fitness journey and I'm someone who has been training for like 12 years or something yeah, wow. so it's not like I haven't had don't have a training background, mm-hmm. but I still feel like I'm starting from the beginning. Yeah. So I wanted to create something for people who just are restarting. Yeah. For whatever reason that might be. Maybe they just took time off the gym because mm-hmm. work or their lifestyle's been really hectic. Yeah. Maybe they had a baby, maybe they went through they're a trauma. Pregnant, like, maybe they had injury, yeah. like mental or physical. Yeah. Um, and they just haven't been able to train. You know, maybe something really bad's happened in that. Like I anything. Think it doesn't matter who you are, everyone goes through a stage where you potentially fall off the wagon and, you know, going back seems a bit a bit scary, a bit yeah. overwhelming. Well, so. it's daunting and you feel like I you just like, I don't know mm. if I can go back and jump straight into, like, a pr- uh, advanced program. Yeah. And I, that was my biggest feeling when I was coming out of this is I was like, I just – I can't jump back into a challenge or a program no. that's too advanced because I just won't do it. Yeah. Um, so what can we expect in this program? Like, tra- is there less training days? Are there swaps? Like, what – So it's very flexible because I understand the need for flexibility when you're like restarting, you you can't get to the gym every day and your sessions can't necessarily be an hour. So the sessions are shorter and you start with minimal sessions a week. And I did this because I found when I was going back, I would set myself these unrealistic goals and I'd get really disappointed. So your sessions are much less and they gradually increase throughout the six weeks. Um, and you're also given options to reduce those sessions. Like say you're at week five and you're like, you know what, I'm just having a week yeah. where I can't do them. You can reduce back down, yeah. but also the intensity of the sessions. So we're not going hell for leather yeah. the first day, but in saying that if you're a beginner or if you're restarting, it's still, it's still going to feel pretty hard. And it's like that sweet spot of getting challenged, but not feeling like you're back at an impossible. Well, yeah, it's so difficult and you're, you're yeah. kind of failing each session that it's like not very well it's just not motivating you're like well this isn't a a way to restart so and I actually even like the kind of way you're using weights and Mm -hmm. and load has been reduced so you know you're starting with even just some body weight Mm -hmm. and I remember starting with body weight and the oh my goodness, like my muscles, my quads, my glutes, like everything burns because you just haven't done it in so long. Well, even we did a couple of sessions together and Emma had obviously been training for a little bit, but even I I forget, right? And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, you aren't just back at lifting the same as me, you know? And that's something that as a coach... I guess going through that experience yourself is really insightful because you actually get to be in the in the shoes of someone who is feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. And Emma's like, yeah, yeah, and like I can't do that weight now. Or I'm going to mm-hmm. do less reps here. And I was like, oh wow, like we, she's really starting over. Yeah. Um, it's so it's such an it's been such an interesting yeah. journey. But you'll be back there in no time. Someone actually asked, they were like, oh, how does Emma feel training with you? Like, does she feel negative around the fact yeah. that she's not at at that at level, level again? But I don't think no, you're like you I, I that. don't. I've never really, I don't see it like yeah. that. I see your, it as your like, journey. Yeah, yeah, like this is what I'm going through. 
I'm in love with my life and I just, I don't think to myself, oh, you can't lift that extra 20 kilos. Like you're failing. I'm like, my glutes are on fire. I said to Rachel three days later, I was like, your glutes Yeah, I was like to her, let's go up like this massive mountain. I was like, before we leave the morning, before we leave, I was like, hey, let's go up the mountain again. Anyway, she she comes over and she's got Alina's strap off. She's like, like, yeah, but you're carrying Alina up the hill. I I was was so sore. But I also was like, well, this workout's like killed me. It's it's good. Like I, I feel it. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is I feel yeah, you're, you're more excited less. by the fact that you're even back in the yeah. gym and you're, you know, accomplishing things again. Oh, I, um, that 40 minute yeah. session, I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first, I was just like, yeah, like I, I, no matter what you do in that time, I did it well. Yeah. And it challenged me. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be your best session. Yeah. I felt amazing. Yeah. And guys, you give her, you know, six months and, you know, she'll be back. Yeah. You will be back where you were. But it's like, just enjoy where you are now. Yeah. And, and just you know what? The only kind. good thing is like, it doesn't require as much to get the benefits of yeah. the workout. So I'm like, I'm still feeling the workout. Yeah. I'm feeling the weight, but yeah. I don't have to do as much. So yeah. it's like, take the positives yeah. and just enjoy it. But just quickly, getting back to the program before we before we stop talking about it, is what we've created is you have your program, yeah. right? So you have the Getting Started program, but then there's an extension of that program that gives you pregnancy swaps and postpartum swaps. Oh, and so have you worked with someone on this? Yes. Yeah. We've had a professional come in and actually do these swaps. So these weren't swaps created by yeah. myself, although for me during my pregnancy I did I was constantly chopping and changing yeah. things. More specific. More specific yeah. and approved. Yeah. So what Safe. I love about this is that these are eventually going to be applied to all the programs yeah. where you can go in and you can have any sort of pregnancy or postpartum swap so that you still feel like you're a part of the programs yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. And they basically give you options to swap out whatever the exercise is to a safe pregnancy or postpartum option. Obviously, you need to get clearance from your own health to professionals out, yeah. to train. But once you're at that point, you are welcome to do these programs. So many girls are like, I've just found out I'm pregnant. Like, I just think that these swaps are going to be life-changing because it won't matter what program you're in, you're going to have access to them. I think that's what I was saying to the team when I was pregnant. I was like, I don't want to feel like I've been like terrible way to like say it but outcasted yeah like you know I want to still be a part of everything I I watch Lion King way too much and every time Toby and I disgrace Oh but no, literally, that's what it's like. Yeah, you, yeah, you suddenly have to have this completely different life. You can't, you can't sit with everyone else. Yeah, and it's I was like, like, I want to sit with everyone else. Listen, to me, please. we're all sitting together. We're all, all sitting right? together. So <laughs> that was like when a lot of people were like, have you brought out a pregnancy program? And I was like, this is way better than a pregnancy yeah. program. You, yeah. sis, you can be involved in any program you like because yeah. these swaps are here for yeah. you. And that's that. what I really wanted during pregnancy. So... I'm super excited. And do we have an estimated time frame or <sighs> you don't know? I don't. We, yeah. There was like talk, but okay. then there was also saying we might, it might not be that date. Yeah. So I was like. Stay tuned on Instagram guys. Cause it will be, development it is the, in the next couple of months. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we're super excited about that. We actually have so much coming up. I know. We are also launching a retreat. I know. Like we're oh doing a, a Bali retreat. We will and be there. 
That's I'm just that's going to be in June. So anyway, more information to come on that as well. I we haven't have, been back to Bali since COVID. Oh, I have last. I know. Year. I was. I was so it jealous. Was so good. I love Bali, yeah, and like amazing. all the coaches are coming. Yeah. It's going to be like literally just like working out, eating, you know, well. good foods, um, and just like connecting with like-minded people. Mm. And I'm, I'm so down for that. I'm like really looking for. Alina will be there. Alina I will be, be attending. There. Present. Mum's present. like, so um, what's the Bali trip about? And I was like, Mum, if Toby can't come, don't worry, you'll be in there, girl. <laughs> We should we should um, get her a spot actually that, no, to, I, yeah, to do the whole challenge. Her, oh my god, she'll love that. Okay, we'll do that. But then she's always also on grandma duties. Sorry, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Grant. She won't want to train. <laughs> she'll be like, no. I'm oh. Yeah, true. No, we should, no. We should definitely get her. Yeah, a spot. she needs. Look to at do- us talking. <laughs> this is yeah, what we do all the time. Yeah, honestly. Anyway, guys. So we just thought, yeah, update a bit on our goal setting. I hope you're all, you're setting your goals. As I said, there is no right There's or wrong no time. Hard and fast way to do it. Um, my so goals are please. so wayward. They are not yeah. structured. Yours are very structured. Like, yeah. you don't have. I'm a Virgo, doll. Do whatever you need to. Well, You're on, I'm the, on cusp. the cusp. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I, literally, the, Not the a story of my life, not truly ever knowing which direction I'm going in, but just heading just in. Just flowing. It. You're a flower. Yeah. We love that. Aww. We compliment each other. We would imagine two of me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone always messaging, like, let Emma talk more on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. It's just. It's you just like, you just have things to say. I do. I don't. You have things to say. You like I to be heard. I get too excited. I, <laughs> way too excited <laughs> anyway guys that is one of my goals for 2023 let, Letting emma, me let emma talk more on the podcast so stay tuned for more of emma um but thanks so much for tuning in guys we love you we're excited to do 2023 with you it's gonna be a really great year i just feel good about it feeling good feeling like good oh my god you should do a singing podcast episode <laughs> guys emma is such a good singer you would be the only one that wants to listen to that guys we all know how we laugh at it all the time. This is the last thing, then we'll sign off. But it's so funny because Emma was a really great singer when she was young and she would she got selected in Les Miserables. Is that how you say it? Um, Les yeah, Miserables? It's, it's tricky. Like say Miserables or something. Okay. A- anyone who's like musical will know. Anyway, she was like really great singer. So it's there was this big performance and play musical and play. I think you ended up doing like 12 shows. Yeah. Was it so more? It was a lot. No, it was 12 shows. Yeah. And I pretty much no, attended. You, no, you I did. Attended, I attended attend. every single show. She came to everyone. And mum was like, <laughs> I was like, you don't Her need to doubt. And I was like, I'll be there. And it was really late at night. Like it wouldn't finish oh, until like yeah, 11. Oh, so late. And I'd be at so school the next like- day. <laughs> but I just thought Emma was like the absolute best singer. And then I would know all the songs. And then I would be in the shower singing. And bless me, but like, I did try to sing early on and mum and dad were like, oh, we really think you should just try something else. And I was like, no, I want to be like my sister. And they were like, oh God, how are we going to tell her this? <laughs> you it don't have the vocals. <laughs> anyway, nice. somehow they eventually like swayed me out of it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a beautiful time. So. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to sign off. Um, love you lots and love see you on the next podcast. Bye.